Hello and welcome to another episode of the Two Bros podcast. We are Two Bros. This is the Two Bros podcast. Welcome, welcome. And this is episode number 50 of the Two Bros podcast. So, good job us for getting uh, getting so far. Uh, but yet again, it is just me. Big brother is really busy with his uh, corporate living. I reckon we should do another episode with uh, you know how the life in the corporates because yeah I mean a lot to talk about there anyway in this episode uh, this is episode number two of our getting started with series and today we're going to talk about getting started with tennis now tennis is another one of my lockdown pursuits something I started uh, about last year there happens to be a tennis training academy right in front of my house I can see it's not even like a hundred meters it's a it's a clay court. uh you know and they teach you uh, right from the beginning i mean you can be a youngster you can be an oldie anything uh, anybody's welcome everybody's welcome so once the lockdown lifted i figured i should make the most of uh, where i live and uh, uh started learning tennis so i made some mistakes on the way like we all do some uh, assumptions were made some decisions were made some purchases were made which were you know you know in hindsight they weren't uh the best decisions uh, to begin with but uh, that's why i'm here so in case you are uh, planning to take up tennis as a sport uh, this is the one for you now a little bit of my own background i have played a fair bit of uh, racket sports in my life a lot of racket sports to be honest uh i mean uh, with my dad being in the army you always get the option of having an access you know good access to a lot of sports I remember it was primarily it was uh, uh jodhpur i reckon if this was way back in 98 97 uh when we started uh, me and my brother we played a fair bit of badminton played a fair a lot of squash and squash is something i played even after we left uh, dad was dad retired and i came here we do have a squash court in my in my society played a fair bit of squash uh table tennis is one thing which i've been constantly playing which is uh, you know on the ship that's pretty much the only sport sport that you have i mean of course you can have half court basketball and stuff but that's different Yeah so that's table tennis that's badminton I did play a bit of tennis as well when I was a kid uh, you can call it uh, it was in fact on the zonal level in India the western zone but uh, I played just one match and uh, and I was young I was what was I I was in class 6 so that was what class, I was 10 years old I guess I was playing in the under 10s under 12s I don't know can't remember So yeah I played one match uh, got destroyed came back home but uh, it's fine I mean it was a good exposure but back then of course it was there was no coaching there was nothing we just uh, picked up some rackets uh, and we thwacked the ball around and uh, if we got a point we feel we felt really good about ourselves but uh, obviously people who turned up there at the zonal level were of course uh, serious players so i've i've played a lot of racket sports but now that i've picked up tennis properly i would say tennis is very different it's something else altogether it's it feels like it feels like war to be honest you and your opponent and anything can flip in a, in a matter of seconds and what got me talking about this uh, uh, you know this topic right now is because i had a match yesterday with my tennis coach and this one particular point i thought i had him i had done a deep fast serve he picked it it was a weak return i rallied to the net i played across the court and i was in command i was totally in command and then he lobbed me he lobbed me and the ball landed and the point was gone so even if you think you have an advantage the rally can flip you can lose it you can lose the point you can lose uh, the game the set it's very easy to lose track and that's that's the thing that i remember i was talking to my brother about this as what's the difference between guys like djokovic and the newcomers like sitsipas and uh, medvedev and uh, zverev all these people the fact that 
the fact is that people like everybody can play good shots they can play fast shots they can play you know they can hit smashes down the line they can unbelievable you know the instagram esque shots but it's the consistency djokovic nadal federer they produce that consistency they consistently hit great shots and they win points they can they can turn rallies so as far as i'm concerned tennis is just something else and you know you can uh, be an amazing player but if the other opponent has a side they can see an opening they see a gap they see your positions are you out of position they can easily flip the point and they can win yeah they can win it i reckon that kind of applies to badminton and squash and other things as well but i reckon with squash you do have a bit of an advantage because the ball has uh, a lot of options where it can bounce around and it can sort of come back to you that's where it's different table tennis i reckon you have a smaller area to cover badminton i would say it's not that fast the shuttle does tend to like slow down unless you like hit a body line smash or something so tennis in my opinion is very different it's like a it's like going to war with an opponent and you have to like outfox him and uh, not uh, take him for granted because things can flip any any second now and it's it's weird uh, that i discovered this the tennis is wildly popular in india and uh, uh, i mean people play a lot of tennis of course uh, club level tennis is one thing uh, a lot of tennis players of course you think tennis in india you think uh, the name is synonymous uh, with sanya mirza of course you got other names as well rohan boparna mahesh bhupati leander pays a lot of uh, big uh, uh, winners on the you know international level to be honest but this is something that i discovered uh, the other day it was uh, we have a we have a ott streaming service called hotstar india they've teamed up with disney and the other channels and uh, it was jokovic versus nadal and the, this app shows you the the number of people watching that particular match now that figure was 100000 and mind you just to give you a ballpark figure if you have a match between manchester united and chelsea that's pretty much the amount of uh, viewers you get on that app about 100000 so that that makes me think that the number of people who follow Djokovic and Nadal is pretty much the same as the people who follow Manchester United and Chelsea now that is mind boggling that is insane and in a good way i would say that's pretty good and tennis is a very watchable sport i i quite like it i remember and i mean to be honest i i hadn't really been watching tennis you watch it off and on while flipping channels every now and then if you see a federer match or a nadal match or a djokovic match you stick around not otherwise but now that i've started playing tennis it's i i see i sense the nuances of the sport and i i you know i i watch even the most obscure matches even if it's a youngster who's gotten a wild card entry into the tournament i do watch it it's fantastic to watch it's a great sport to watch and to play as well and i can vouch for that now uh like i said uh, it's it's uh, not really a sport that has any uh, age limits you know you can be a kid you, in my in the academy that i go to uh, i think you should check it out this the kids who are like 5 years old who have who've got these mini rackets in their hands but they're still you know going through the drills going through the motions the backhands the forehands the whole thing and then there are people who are in their uh, 40s late 40s even 50s who come for uh, you know come come to play tennis maybe to relieve some steam or to stay fit whatever the reason is and socialize even after the match you do crack a few jokes uh, you know talk to a few people and then you head back home and carry on with your day in the morning so it's there's no age as such and i think with this as long as you're fit and your levels of fitness do really matter in the sport i mean it's a lot of running around it's a lot of quick movements and you have to be at your peak to sort of get around the court and uh, of course there's a chance of injuries as well if you're not uh, particularly 
properly warmed up, your shoulders not warmed up, your legs aren't warmed up and you start playing tennis, you can pull something, you can uh, injure your shoulder, your legs, your calves, hamstrings even. It's uh, it's a very, uh, uh, you know, uh, it's a very, it's a sport where you got to move around a lot, to be honest. And that's where the fitness comes in. So I do recommend taking up cycling, getting up, taking up running and just to get yourself fit. And of course, in the beginning, you're just going to have to go through the motions of learning how to use the racket, how to swing the racket. What is the motion? What is your body position when you swing the racket? Maybe not so much there in terms of fitness, but eventually you will have to get yourself fit, get in, get in a good shape at this to, you know, move around, get yourself, uh, you know, accessible around all the corners of the court. Now, let's come to the first mistake that I made. I purchased the racket without thinking. It was so I've always had weak wrists and weak ankles. Any any sport that I play, I end up pulling my wrist or spraining my wrist or something. So I purchased a nice lightweight head racket off Amazon. This cost set me back by about seven grand, seven thousand rupees. For our non-Indian listeners, that's about a hundred dollars. It was a good racket, though, mind you. It was nice. It was uh, Djokovic approved. That's what the sticker said. <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, it was eventually I found out after I did some drills, did some training, play, use, use it for a good uh, month or two, found out it was too light for me. I had to generate all the power on the ball from my shoulder, from my arm, and that would strain me, that would drain my energy levels, and it was just not worth it. And right there and then, the, the coach handed me his racket, which is slightly, was heavier, and it was an instant game change. I had, had more control, I had more pace, I had more uh, whip on the ball, it was... It was just total game changer. So that's a mistake that I made. And I would recommend that you do not buy a racket beforehand. Go to your training academy. Uh, I reckon most of them have a, a, a variety of rackets just lying around of different weights, uh, weights. Give them a try. See what you feel comfortable. Use them for a, for a week or a couple of weeks or a month. See what you find yourself uh, comfortable with. And most academies have tie-ups with uh, wholesalers. Uh, tennis uh, manufacturers, people who come from uh, the factory itself, they don't have to buy it off the shelf or from Amazon. They have contracts. So get your racket through uh, the people in the academy if that is an option. For instance, I now use a Babola uh, Aero racket. Uh, The market price of that is about 24,000 something. But I bought it from my academy for like 15,000 because this this guy has a contract. This guy knows uh, people. So yeah, that was a good, that was a lot of, that's saving 10 grand on a racket, that's fantastic. And I've used that racket for the last uh, couple of months now, and it's fantastic. I mean, I, I quite like it. It was a good purchase. And in hindsight, I feel bad that I didn't, uh, you know, uh, didn't wait. I, I just sort of jumped the gun and bought myself a racket and kind of, yeah, it was a mistake, to be honest. I shouldn't have done that. So that's number one. I, I would say don't buy a racket. Just show up and uh, speak to your coach, speak to your teacher, see what they say, see what you're comfortable, what kind of weight you're comfortable with. Now, for instance, I've I'm, I've become used to this racket. Now, this one, the racket I'm using is 285 uh, grams. Uh, the next weight would be about 315 or 330 or something. And I, I wanted to try it. Uh, but my coach said, uh, no, you're fine with this racket. Get used to it. And once you're used to this weight, then we'll try to talk about uh, upgrading the weight of your racket. And then we'll uh, take your game to the next level. So coaching in this case is uh, really important. And I reckon tennis is one of those sports where... Yes, you can buy a racket and thwack the ball around and you'll be fine. You kind of, you can kind of get the gist of it. But if you're not taught the proper technique, the proper body position, the proper 
uh, swing of the racket, how it should cross over over your opposite shoulder. If you're not taught through that, if not if you uh, if you're not made to do drills over and over, and that that knowledge that technique isn't drilled into your head. Uh, I reckon you won't get the best out of the sport and yourself. You'll end up using more energy. You'll end up uh, maybe losing some games. You'll drain yourself. It it was it's not going to be fun. I, I would strongly recommend at least when you're a beginner to take up tennis coaching. Go to a local place nearby and a place where I live. You've got like a hundred tennis courts, if I'm not mistaken, in the city. A lot of uh, training academies. A lot of people who have. Uh, taken up tennis coaching uh, and the local lot of lo- local tournaments as well so you can maybe look people up there as well so i do recommend taking up coaching and i would say the younger you are the the better it is you know there's no there's no time like the present and uh, yeah if you're a parent i would say you know start your kid on uh, tennis right away and if you're a kid then i would say tell your parents to buy uh, you know get get your get you enrolled in a, in an academy and get started now that was uh, that was pretty much that now the other thing is uh, what do you wear on a tennis court the main thing is you can wear pretty much anything that's up to you obviously you're going to heat up a lot if you're playing in an open court the sun's out and uh, it's humid these days so you sweat a lot if you wear something thicker that's going to make you uncomfortable i mean there are days when i come back and my t-shirt is just completely drenched in sweat it just doesn't work and uh, that's when you need all these climate chills and these things do make a difference trust me i've now these were formerly my running t-shirts now i use them for tennis shorts can be any shorts as long as they have pockets to put the spare tennis balls in shoes are important you need court shoes you can't wear running shoes and you can't wear anything with a lot of foam in it you are you, you will uh, you know uh, you're at an, you're at a, you're at a risk to maybe twist your ankle or something so nothing with a lot of foam in it nothing really spongy nothing really bouncy so uh, flat court shoes or flat sole just look up court shoes and if you visit any store look up court shoes i use asics asics are pretty good uh, i use asics for my squash court as well the very uh, i think they're very sorted uh, adidas makes decent uh, court shoes but they're always already on the you know the cross five figures they're on the higher side they're really expensive shoes uh nike i'll be honest i haven't had a shot i haven't tried it and uh, dare i say there's no point in looking at you know looking elsewhere between asics and adidas i think you're pretty much covered so might want to look into that and uh, yeah fitness is another thing we've already talked about that and now let's come back to the sport itself it's going to be very it's going to be a long journey now i i picked up tennis uh, which was back in october november last year when it was the lockdown had kind of eased the first wave has had kind of subsided and uh, that's where i picked up tennis and I, I let me let me be honest with you i got off to a good start and this is this is some this is a this is something that i find myself i pick up stuff really well but then you like everything else in life you tend to like plateau a bit and you're not getting better you're not getting worse you're just kind of there and that kind of is frustrating that your your level is not improving and it is ten, i can tell you what tennis is a very uh, frustrating kind of sport you you think you're doing everything right you think you're doing all the right footwork the right movements the right everything your fitness is up to the mark but you're still not winning matches you're still not hitting the shots that you envision yourself hitting you're just not there you're just not getting it it is a very frustrating sport and trust me i know it personally because just a few weeks ago i threw my racket in frustration and slammed against the fence and i'm i'm glad i didn't break it just had a you know the chip paint a little bit on the corners but uh, that was that it's really frustrating but to be honest it's pretty if anything any anything else uh, in life i think mean, the same thing applies you just got to stick to it 
gotta keep practicing and you gotta be patient with yourself gotta be patient now let me draw parallels with a sport like squash now let's say you get angry you can thwack the ball around in any direction you can hit the side wall and it's going to hit the main wall the front wall and you can sort of make your opponent run around in tennis you can't do that you get angry you lose your cool you thwack the ball it's just going to go out it's just going to go out if you don't hit it right if you focus too much on the power it's not going to take get the right elevation the right whip the right top spin on it it's going to hit the net you can't lose your cool in tennis you just can't it just doesn't work and trust me i've been there and i lose my cool a lot on the court because i play with a lot of aggression i play with a lot of uh, i i almost get angry borderline angry when i play with, with anybody and you can't you can't get away with this and tennis really bears it open for you even in table tennis you can get away with you know playing those angry aggressive shots where you just want to thwack your opponent in the face i totally get it and in table tennis as well you can get away with it and i've i've done it because i've played table tennis for like a decade now i've every time i'm on the ship i play table tennis and tennis does not let you get away with bad behavior it's maybe that's why they call it a gentleman's uh, sport you know you have to be you have to keep your cool and we've seen instances even on the international circuit where players lose their cool and they start throwing their rackets and they're just not the same anymore they eventually just spirals out of control you start questioning yourself you start doubting yourself the questions come in tennis is it's like it's like sitting with a therapist and they lay out your the, your greatest weaknesses and i i found this to be my greatest weakness that i get frustrated really easily and if an opponent can frustrate me by uh, making me play a few bad shots making me lose a few points then it's pretty much game over for me and this was told uh, to me in as many words with my by my coach and dare i say this is a lesson that tennis teaches you in real life as well that you can't uh, get away with you know just being angry you can't just be angry and hope that things will work because you're angry you can't just uh, take it out on something take it out on a tennis ball and expect to win it just doesn't work now the operating word here is something that i looked up it's called controlled aggression yes you can be aggressive yes you can be angry yes you can play with a hot head as long as you know how to control it measure it and use it to your advantage like yesterday i i played with my head coach uh, and i was it was a pretty i was pretty in a pretty aggressive uh, kind of a mood because it had been raining and I, there was no tennis for the last four days and i was i was i had a lot of you know pent up energy that i had to unleash somewhere i played some really really aggressive tennis something i haven't done in a in a very long time and i played really well and this is after a couple of months obviously there was four months of me at sea so you can i have pretty much got like what four months five months experience of playing tennis properly properly and i played really well yesterday i mean the set score ended 6-3 and later, the teacher later told me that he was playing on half throttle but that's fine i mean i'll take it i broke his service twice and i think i was playing really well and i played some really decent shots just because i was in that aggressive mood so tennis tennis you you can kind of get away with it but as long as you learn how to control it and if you get frustrated with yourself you throw your racket around if you give up too early it's it's just not going to work you have to be patient with tennis you have to be patient with yourself and your learning curve it's like pretty much anything you did not learn how to ride a bike in one day you're not going to learn how to play tennis properly in one day you may be able to lob the ball over the net keep it inside the lines but you will lose that point if you have an opponent who is a seasoned player you need to uh, just stick to the program and uh, yeah about tennis itself now 
I won't go much into that. This is pretty much the getting started with tennis business. I will let the coaching stuff be with the coaches. This is pretty much the beginning. This is pretty much the broad layover of what you need to know about tennis as a sport because I can speak from experience it's a beautiful sport and I think it has dare I say changed me as a person. Yes, I still get angry. Yes, I still have a short temper, but now I can see where my temper is working against me, where my anger is working against me, where I start losing it and where I stop having where i start seeing that there's no benefit to feeling this way and acting this way and you know reacting this way it just doesn't work it in my favor anymore so yeah something worth uh, thinking about and tennis uh, dare, i mean there i say it's a fantastic sport i quite love it and yes I, there are days when i hate it there are days when i love it it's just a love hate relationship and that's pretty much with everything else dare i say so yeah there you have it uh, this is pretty much uh, the information you need to get started with tennis If you need if you think I need to cover something else do let me know to get in touch and if you feel like you need uh, us to cover something else that you need uh, us to get started with I mean I've got all the time in the world these days I can start anything I reckon in the next few episodes I'm going to talk about getting started with online classes now that's another thing that's kicked off in the pandemic that's something that I have taken to very seriously uh this time when I came back I didn't want to uh, waste time watching Netflix I signed up for eight online classes simultaneously we'll talk about the mistakes I made there we'll talk about the lessons I learned we'll talk about the things I learned a lot of good things and uh, yeah we'll keep this uh, party rolling uh, but yeah do get in touch with us we like hearing from you do give us some feedback do tell us uh, what you like what you don't like and if you want to be a guest on the on the podcast uh, do let us know speaking of guests we also have an episode lined up via with our good friend uh Gayatri Rawat we will talk about trekking because she is our resident trekker so stay tuned for that and uh, we'll see you next time all righty bye bye